is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> All right, guys, time for another Primetime Kitchen here on Real Radio 104.1. The show is dedicated to living, loving, and learning about all things delicious. I'm your host, Jim Colbert. Hey, guys, it's Tori. And before we even get started, Tori, we're going to tell you about Ace Hardware. We love tools Ace Hardware here in Central Florida. They are our prime sponsor, and here's the reason we love them. This is the hardware store you grew up with. And, man, when it comes to cooking outside, these guys get it. Big Green Egg, Traeger, Weber Pro Series, available at all tools Ace Hardware. Ten locations here to serve you in Central Florida, just visit toolsacehardware.com for the location nearest you. And we cooked on the Big Green Egg a couple times this week. And you are right, 100%. And actually, we're cooking on the Big Green Egg a little later this afternoon for Mother's Day. Yes. We're making turkey meatloaf on the Big Green Egg. Now, a lot of people are like, well, how do you get a meatloaf to stay together on the Big Green Egg? Do you freeze it first? Actually, not a bad idea, but no. You put it in like pans, just like you would, and you cook it indirectly, the egg. That way you get the great smoky flavor. And we do turkey meatloaf. Just make me some meatloaf. Yeah, <laughs> we like turkey meatloaf we with uh, diced up uh, bell pepper, onion, garlic, fresh thyme, um, and then a simple, simple ketchup and brown sugar and mustard and a little vinegar on the top. You know, make that into a little quick barbecue sauce. Yeah, and then, so good. It's my favorite way. Basically, candy it up, right? Yeah, just get it baked on there. It's real good. A little sweet and tangy. That's what we like. We get our uh, turkey from Petty's. You know, we have a um, we have so much stuff happening in the food scene in central florida here locally you know the phase one has opened so restaurants are able to kind of get 25 percent capacity restaurants with patios uh can seat outside and you know you and i were driving around last night and saw some people out eating i mean people were out there we we didn't know how people were going to react did we yeah no i mean most of you know what i was surprised though chewy's wasn't open yeah the, uh like, chewy's what's up with that chewy's in winter park i mean there's a, a couple of them here in town but they have that great patio area and we actually thought that it would be stacked but it was not but however right down the street uh there were people that have patios like bula and they were packed uh we know the new standard good friends over there they were packed so you know there were people out eating and you know you and i had discussed this at length about how people would look at it i've said for years it doesn't matter if the government tells you no if you don't want to go you're not going to go if you're like afraid that you're going to get sick or something because of that but you know people are like screw that i'm going out man i gotta i gotta have some wine and a steak well well, I, I thought that there would be like, you know, people would be wearing masks or whatever, but nobody was wearing anything. I yeah. mean, obviously the waiters and, right. and such were, but yeah, they have to. Yeah. The staff was taking care of that, but the, the, the patrons were not. The people who opened up their doors last night were rewarded 
uh, from what we saw around Orlando. We drove around for about an hour or so, uh, ourselves getting something to eat as well. Uh, we'll tell you about that uh, probably next week because yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but, you know, it has been an interesting week. You know, a lot of news, Tori, coming out every single day about the food business here in Central Florida. Uh, and that goes from small uh, restaurants that just opened all the way up to national chains. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. It's kind of um, this pandemic uh, obviously flushed out uh, people that were just kind of like holding on. Or, you know, people who had just gotten started. You know, we have some friends in that in that realm just gotten started, kind of started building up that steam and then bam slam the door you know mm-hmm. uh and it makes it so difficult this week sweet tomatoes a restaurant that you and i for a brief period of time took our kids to probably once a week for yep. about three or four months summer summers back because we were eating all veggies it was good we loved it the kids were into it so we were like hey man if they'll eat it let's go well you can cut them loose in there and just let them go and destroy <laughs> the the bars that was another reason <laughs> like go away we would move we would send them up to the bar or the buffet we'd, and we'd go hide move. around the corner right yeah um, but man, it was uh, it was kind of sad to see that because it's a good brand. I thought you know you kind of after a while we got burned out on it. But you know it really isn't conducive to the idea of what kind of dining in the world of COVID until there's a vaccine is you know open food buffet is bad right now. <laughs> you know what though, man? I got to tell you, I said this on the other show too, Tori, and I believe this. It seems like they could have set up plexiglass and then just put servers back there to build your salad. You know, and as you walk down, no different like a Chipotle or our friends over to Olea, where you walk down and go, okay, I want that kind of lettuce. I want this. I want that. I want that. A little bit more of that. And then do that rather than just shut their door. So you wonder down the line, you know, how they were financially going into this, because it seems like you could probably do that if you wanted to. Yeah, but that's not how their business model was originally it, set up. And so not. to tell them after however many years they've been in business, uh, decades, I'm, I'm assuming, uh, that... Hey, change your business model up and and let's you know conform or yeah. just let's shut down and start start from scratch. Which costs less, I guess, is always Absolutely. what it is. But uh, maybe you're right. I I just think it could have been worked. It just seems like to me it could have been worked. And now you know they have these. Now all these buildings will be vacant. I mean, there are a number of them. I think what probably four sweet tomatoes in Orlando, maybe more. Yeah, for sure. You know, and our friends over at Set, we heard some sad news about them as well. Uh, you know, we a couple of writers that we know locally have uh, said that Set on the corner of Orange and uh, Virginia there, our good friends uh, Trina and Va, I guess the word is is that uh, they're not going to reopen the restaurant. Now, I, I mean, I haven't heard that from them, uh, but it has been uh, written by written about. And if that's the case, it's sad for us because, you know, we, so sad because not only do we like them as people, they're like just the most wonderful people. And of mm-hmm. course, uh, they both own Seven Bites. It's very famous. We'll tell you more about that coming up in a second. But, you know, we gave them the heads up for the electrician that wired the restaurant yeah. because they needed help. And I mean, we were kind of not, you know, we weren't hand in hand there, but we, you know, we'd offered to go in and paint if they needed to. And, you know, we went for dinner a number of times, always had wonderful dinners. Uh, Well, you want good people to succeed, and we wanted that to to succeed, for sure. And 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 we're not 100% sure what's going on there. We just know that we will always be there for those guys, and if they decide to to move that way, God bless them. I can't imagine that concept wouldn't come back in another time, you know, when it wasn't where we are now. Uh, But uh, we do wish them the best, if that's the case. Well, I just hope that they take their brown butter gnocchi and oh. dish it up at seven bites. They, they get uh, take about 50 of those things on them <laughs> and you can dish it up anywhere and I'd go. It's right. uh, just damn good. Also, man, you know, we uh, just this week coming in, we, we have, you know, we ate takeout again this week and we try to eat at least once or twice a week. Yeah. Uh, and we've said this name a bunch. 
And I, I wonder if people get tired of hearing it because, you know, we, we go to a lot of the places. We go to Pokehana quite often. We go to Pizza Bruno quite often. Um, we go to New Standard quite often. We, you know, we've eaten around. We went to Pom Pom's Tea House the other day. That sandwich. Oh, <laughs> my was, Lord. The Pom Pom's Tea House sandwich was just simply amazing. We have to get her on the air. Yeah, she's great. And uh, you and I went back to the Strand on Friday night after the Jim Colbert show went off the air. We're like, let's go somewhere to eat. We can always lean on these guys. We opened up the menu and went there and got food. And I'm telling you, man, I, you know, there are some of these restaurants you tell people about. And you're like, well, I hope they have a good experience. I will never, ever, ever wary when it comes to telling people about the strand we just you know our, their takeout is as good as a lot of people's in-house and they support the the local community by buying all their bread locally they buy right. all their veggies everything is locally sourced yeah, yeah yeah, and their tomatoes are simply amazing salads are amazing everything's always cooked perfectly the temperatures are always great they're nice people and uh, we want them to succeed if you haven't eaten there yet it's called the strand it's on highland in 1792 i believe right down there by lake highland uh, you can can't miss it. It's a tiny little corner restaurant. It looks like a diner restaurant, uh, but when you go in, you're going to get some uh, incredible flavor out of there for sure. It's the best fried chicken you will ever, ever have. It, I have been told that by a number of people. By the way, uh, it, ever the fried, I had fried mac and cheese. <laughs> So what they do is they take this funky cheese, they make mac and cheese, then they, you know, they let it cool, they put it in the fridge, and then he cut it in squares, and then, you know, put it in a batter, or whatever, a, a dusting, and then fry it. I'm, it is amazing. <laughs> it was it's so like, good. It's like a gooey cheese pasta bomb. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then these, and then, you know, I got Brussels sprouts, and, you know, everybody's making Brussels the same way, you know, they're roasting them off. They're great. Everybody loves them. Not these guys. They were kind of pickled. Right. Like a weird kind of pickled Brussels sprout. I mean, it was. I mean, but it paired perfectly with your Alabama chicken, right? And the Alabama chicken was just basically two chicken breasts sauteed down perfectly with the season of great spices, had a little heat, and then they made a white barbecue sauce. You are making me so hungry right <laughs> stop, now. Stop, stop. <laughs> they made a white barbecue sauce that they poured over this. The barbecue sauce was so good that I saved half that little tiny, you know, they give you one of those little one ounce things. I saved that to put on a sandwich for the next day. It was that good. Well, because you were being greedy, because I tried to dip my chicken in it and you you snatched it away from me. I swatted you like you a fly, did. and you deserved every bit yeah. of it. Uh-uh. Put your hands on my damn dressing. You must be out of your <laughs> mind. Um, also, I want to give a, another big shout out to uh, 1010 Brewing. Uh, we have collaborated with these guys for the Jim Colbert Show, uh, the show that I have, 3 to 7, Real Radio 104.1. It's our afternoon drive show. And we paired up with 1010 Brewing locally right here. 17, for Colch. Uh, 1792 and Virginia. These guys are legendary. Uh, Mike and I got together. They have a beer called Subtropic Saint that is a really light, bright Kolsch, kind of like a lagery, but uh, a little bit lighter than that. Easy to drink. And we canned it up and called it L Bump uh, to raise money for Second Harvest Food Bank. And uh, we honestly have sold a ton of it. Matter of fact, we're probably going to have to brew more. Uh, okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
I get more cans to can them up because uh, this batch went pretty quickly, and we have nothing but thanks for those guys. They're great partners, and we're going to do some cool stuff with those guys. We're already in talks for something to make for Holy Takamoli, which is the no- it's November, so it's far enough out where we can actually think about having you know having some fun. Holy Takamoli is, is going to be going to go. go- off. It is going to be crazy this year. And we're all, I mean, I'm telling you straight up, if we get to do that thing and if something happens, we're able to do it and people feel cool about it. I what? feel like you're you're speaking in riddles right like right now. Like, what are you talking about? Well, I mean, here's the thing: we have to be careful. You know, iHeart's a big company. You don't want to go out there and, and do something that makes people sick. You right. know, and I don't. I, nobody wants to be responsible for that. You know, they really don't. But in the same sense, we have to live life. So I think if there's a way that we can put this thing together where people feel safe coming out, and you know, we don't look like jackasses doing it. Maybe we'll develop a mask that you can drink a beer through. And we'll pass that out to everybody. I'm guessing if beer can make it through, <laughs> maybe. No, a little hole, like a <laughs> flap, <laughs> like a, like your underwear. <laughs> Where it folds over yes. and you pull it apart and stick your yes. beer bottle in to drink it? Yes. That is not going to be a good look. I don't care. <laughs> the optics are going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> that already seems very memeable. <laughs> so anyway, the Strand was great. We absolutely love them. You should go there, get takeout, and when they open back up, certainly visit. Now, it is beer and wine only, but it doesn't matter. Uh, their beer and wine lists are always really, really good. Well, I think it's on sale right now, And it's always paired up well with those guys. Absolutely. Um, What else do we have, Tor? A lot of other things going on? Yeah, so um, let's talk about Seven Bites. They're going to be on the Food Network on May 15th, and it's another um, iteration of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. I think it's called uh, Dessert, Dinner, Dessert delivers yeah yeah dinner dinners desserts and deliveries i think is what it is or something so they are going to be on with guy fietti on may 15th i'm super excited for them you know these guys have a bit of a history with guy you know they've uh he's been (laughs) they mesh so well i love it they work very well together. you know more than likely that's why he comes back because you know we talked about this with guy he he has had second and third appearances on his shows whether it be the grocery games or any of the other products been on that as well exactly that's what i'm saying so she's been on now diners drive-ins she's been on grocery games and she's been on so because she's good on tv and because she's such a cool person they keep going back to her because yeah. she always gives them what they want and she's got tons of respect and integrity in the community so uh, may 15th we will be watching yeah we will that's you, so fun and we know the guys from swine and sons yes. were just on uh on uh, grocery games as well so orlando making a big impact you know when guy came here and we went out to oh, his, you, you mean we don't have crappy food when, when guy came here that's a different guy from the food network <laughs> Uh, when Guy came here and we worked with him for the Dr. Phillips Center, you know, Angel DJed for him, Angel from the Monsters of the Morning, you know, everybody said, like, that was, the, it was just like the coolest experience. And he loved Orlando. He loved coming down here. He's already started business deals in Orlando. I think he was wasted on the stage, though, because oh, he was he, taking shot after shot I think when he was of wasted, that tequila. I think he was wasted when he got there. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, he knows how to have fun. He creates a fun aura for people. And, you know, I know people slam him a lot. I will never no. do that because it takes people like Guy Fieri to open the the door for people to step through and go oh wow that's cool so you can make mayonnaise it just tastes that good and then they start opening more doors and it becomes kind of a thing and it really serves everyone i i, I hate the heat that's got uh, that he's gotten and he's supposed to be a really nice guy the guys at dr Phillips said, said he was amazing well and we stood in line to get him to sign our book so 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's fine. I mean, I don't have any problem with that. Yeah. And he signed it. <laughs> he did. With his big old chicken hair. He did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. By the way, Tori, I want to remind you, uh, Heather McPherson, our friend here from Primetime Kitchen, uh, has an incredible collection of information on farms in this edition of Edible Orlando. You can pick it up. You can find it online, uh, edibleorlando.com. And awesome. It's a big farm day here on Primetime Kitchen, and it is a really cool collection of all the little farms around Central Florida that you can visit. You can and pick from and uh, just get cool stuff from visit with your family i think you'll really really like it that's edibleorlando.com all right let's take a little break we have a big show coming up for you dale volker from lake meadows naturals and Haley scott from long and scott farms it's a farm day Yay. here on primetime kitchen so we'll do that right after this you're listening to primetime kitchen on real radio 104.1 Hey guys, welcome back to Primetime Kitchen here on Real Radio 104.1, the show dedicated to living, loving, and learning about all things delicious. I'm your host, Jim Colbert, and a big thanks to our friends over at Ace Hardware. That's Tools Ace Hardware here in Central Florida, 10 locations to serve you. And if you're cooking outside this summer, uh, it's the Big Green Egg, Traeger Grills, and of course the Weber Pro Series, all at Tools Ace Hardware, 10 locations. Find yours at ToolsAceHardware.com. So happy to uh, welcome back uh, uh, someone who's been on the show before, a local legend here in the farming industry in Central Florida, uh, Volker, you know, um, I got to tell you, buddy, uh, it's funny. I've heard your name and the farm's name more in the last 45 days than I think I've heard about it in the last four or five months from just people I never hear about this from. As the word gets out on Facebook and the farm becomes popular and people start visiting, have you seen kind of an influx of that or how's it been on the farm the last couple of weeks? Retailers that carry our stuff, the health food stores and the, and the farmer's markets, they've been busy too. So it kind of hit us real hard there. But we have we have supply. We have birds growing. We have um, we're processing cattle and and pigs every week. And uh, we're all small plants, so we don't have any we don't have any big plants that that can slow us down. You know, and it's it's really interesting as we hear about uh, you know gigantic corporate and uh, you know global uh, national plant you know plants like Smithfield, you know uh, having real issues and that causing a shortage nationally. It is so interesting that most states, I would say, probably have farms like yours that are just a small drive away where you can pick up stuff that's produced locally. Um, how how do you find that most people learn about the farm out there, Dale? It's really just word of mouth, um, word of mouth, Facebook advertising. Um, we're not we're not a we're not, we're not a giant, so um, we just have people that have known us over the years. Well, that's you know, and it's so we good. Though it does spread like that, though, doesn't it? It does. Yes. I don't know how long it'll last after this is all over when they go back to their regular habits, but it would be nice to. Um, to continue some at some level, you know, and you you guys, you know, you say Lake Meadow Naturals, and that's natural because that's the idea of the farm. But give us an idea of the scope of the products. I'm on the store right now, and I see everything from eggs to bacon to ground beef. What else do you guys have out? Well, poultry, eggs. We never run out of eggs during any time. You know, chickens lay eggs every day, whether you whether they whether you want them to or not. So we've never had a problem with the eggs. We have um, our, the Naturals Park actually comes from. The, we're, we, are, we bought the property that's on Lake Meadow, so that's where the name came from. And we use no no unnatural products, so we use no nitrates in our bake, all nitrate-free, use cell reduced powder and cherry juice powders to cure it rather than nitrates. Um, we don't use any MSGs in any of the ingredients that we use. We don't use any, any high, fruit, high fructose corn syrup in any of our products. So really, just we carry products that are, are don't have ingredients that 
are in a lot of processed foods. It, we don't carry processed products, huh? No, I was going to say, and it's interesting, Hank, because uh, you know, you you, it's weird that you have to use the word natural as a positive. You know, it, it's kind of odd that you have to use it as a, as an adjective to sell your product, but you know, it is all natural, grown there, ground there, uh, raised there, fed there. You know, it it that's the whole idea. Yes. Here at, and our place in Wisconsin, we I grew up in Wisconsin, and and so we have a plant up there too, and and a retail store. Very cool, and you know, it, interesting. You know, I, I love how you guys uh, really go about providing great products for the customers daily. And I'm on your store again here at uh, LakeMeadowNaturals.com, and it has lasagna party. And you pack up everything to make lasagna with ground pork, veal, beef, uh, cheese, tomato sauce. It's all right there for you to make a perfectly well, healthy. That item really wasn't on a regular item of ours. We just had some people that were selling to that it were selling food service. So that lasagna package just came a result of helping them move a great food service premium spinach lasagna, a, a sheet that's frozen and fresh. And then we had the other ingredients to work with it to make that package. That's actually a great value. And it, people have time to make things at home right now. So. Yeah, again, I mean, we're talking about the baking thing. If you've been to a grocery store lately, you can't find yeast and you can't find flour anywhere um, because people are home baking, learning how to make bread and, you know, making pastries and stuff like that for themselves. And that's admirable. There's nothing wrong. Uh, but, you know, there are a number of things you can do like that. I mean, you have uh, really cool products out here for uh, for curing. And, you know, another thing, too, and I think the most uh, uh, the most underappreciated style of cooking or technique is braising. And I, lo- I am looking on your site right now, Dale, and it says you even have a box, like a set-up box of meats that are specifically really good at being braised. I think that's a cool idea. Well, we we don't we just like we're not a store where we can just we just buy what the customer wants. We have we we process animals and we have to sell it from tongue tongue to oxtail. So <laughs> everything in between has to be sold. So uh, obviously, you get one tongue, you get one heart, you get a little bit of oxtail, and you get all the big parts in between. And so our challenge is, is people don't make pot roasts or or chuck roasts like they used to or short ribs but that's part of the animal and we can't just pawn that off on on an export or to some place that buys those products we have to be able to find ways to use the entire animal it's like chicken they don't just look grow breasts they grow wings and drumsticks and thighs and livers and hearts and and um, our biggest challenge is balancing the supply by kind of cut with the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. How hard is that? Well, that's why we create these boxes to give you value to people try stuff, and it it seems to be working somewhat. And but the more we process, the more of those we get. So we get cuts that are, you don't normally see in a, in, a, in a grocery store. In many grocery stores, you find, might find them in some 
ethnic markets, but we know we all the bones that come from our cattle, you can make great. We make our own stock here, which is real stock. It's so thick it you, it stands up like Jello <laughs> because we use uh, there's so much marrow that comes out of it. We have marrow bones, we have brisket roasts, we have we even have a farmer's blend, which is a combination of with all the bacon we make, which is no nitrates in it. Um, we get the ends that aren't not perfect from for a slice for a retail pack, and we grind that up with with beef and heritage pork and make a farmer's blend. So you get beef, pork, and bacon in the same burger or same meatloaf. So we have to find ways like to do that. And it's uh, delicious. Let me go back to the stocks real quick. You know, one of the first things we started talking about, Dale, when we started Primetime Kitchen six years ago, is the value of making really good stock at your home and how much better that makes everything on your plate taste. And it's interesting when the people buy stock from the stores, the gelatin, as a rule, is not really in it because that freaks people out. They see that jelly, they're like, wow, that can't be right. It's it's bad or whatever. Yeah. But in reality, when you when you see the big-time cooks cooking with stock and, and they have that pot there and it has that gelatin, that's what gets creates that great thing for sauces uh, as you make those really great flavorful sauces so I'm glad you said that uh, and another thing too, and it's good for your joints and it's good for arthritis I mean it's, it's just it's collagen that it's good for you it is good for you you know uh, uh, one of the biggest trends out there right now Dale I'm sure is you know the bone broth uh, thing and to you know to sip on bone broth warm bone broth yes make, it's a very big trend it's you, you know, and, and drinking I, and people use it and you, you make a low histamine one and a regular one do you really yep so we have we we have a, a holistic doctor that came in and 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 she uh, said if you make here's a recipe if you make this low histamine bone broth we can have customers come here and it's for people with leaky gut and it helps them solve that problem naturally. Unbelievable! That, that, that is genuinely unbelievable. You never thought you'd be a doctor, huh? Nope, never. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but just uh, it's it's a way for people to help people and and it's like bone broth is like. We make beef, we make chicken, we make holistamine, we make uh, a ramen broth with the pork bones, we make um, lamb broth. So we, we try to we try to use all the parts. Most people won't buy lamb bones, but they make great broth. They do make great broth. And let me tell you something else, another gigantic at-home thing. Uh, you know, and Dale, we saw this in the 70s with the whole, uh, um, what's the, uh, where you take the little sticks and you cook it and you dip it in the cheese, the fondue craze. But, you know, making ramen at home is a big deal right now. People making their own noodles. Yes, making their own noodles. Again, to get great flavor, you need great broth. And I love the fact that you guys provide, you know, those that people can come out. It's inexpensive. You can pick it up. And then really, it's a small move to make. Uh, to get really good products. You know, I want to ask you guys, do you, Dale, do you only sell your products out there at a farm or do you retail elsewhere? Uh, we sell health food stores, farmers markets, uh, retailers, produce markets. Small independents is our main customer base. We don't sell any broadliners. But we sell, you know, like um, farm stores, farmers markets, health food stores, people that who do home deliveries, people that do uh, curbside pickups in Tampa and Jacksonville and Miami and so they buy a lot of our products, and then they do their own little business model. What it's unbelievable! I, I got to tell you, I was reading this story online today, and I, I knew it from behind. But you know, I have a have a mutual friend in Kathleen Blake, and I know that yes. you know Kathleen. <laughs> Kathleen had a massive impact on uh, on your farm. She's and, the reason we're she's the reason we're here, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, really did. Is, isn't that really amazing? How one little connection like that, and how one person can open the door to a lifestyle that people never knew was right around the corner from the house. You guys are just in Okoy. You know, for most people in Orlando, right. that's a 20-minute drive, you know, um, and, right. and open that door. I mean, how important? I mean, obviously, it's almost like a redundant question, but, you know, when you look back on that small day when, when that, that relationship started and it blossomed into what you have today, I mean, did you think that Lake Meadow would ever be like this? No, I did not. Um, you know, when, when she called and we met, 
through actually through a local harvest. She was looking for local ingredients, and we had a we only had a hundred chickens here at the time, and we were just offering some extra eggs on local harvest. And she saw us, and she said, "I would love to carry your eggs in our restaurant." And that's kind of what started the whole thing. And no, I would have never thought that they would have grown like this. And <laughs> that's how we got in the meat. When we had a few chickens, was one thing, but getting rid of chickens when they got when you had more was harder, so we just processed them, and then she started. That's how meat started. And then part of my problem is I don't know how to say no sometimes. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's a, a lot of people get real rich like that, so you should be careful, Dale. Uh, you know, I wanted to kind of go back to, you know, how you feel like you are in the community. We ask a lot of restaurateurs who come in, they make a big impact. You know, when they step back and look at what they've done, do they even think about the path? And I wanted to ask you that same thing, you know, considering where you came from that day that you and Kathleen met to where you are now, I mean, when you look back and, and look at that path, did you ever have time to enjoy it or was it just always head down grinding? Uh, it's a lot of head down grinding, but we're still a small, small part of the food scene in general. I mean, in the world of food, we're just really still just a pimple. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you, I'm looking at this list of hotels you provide food tour, and that's not a real pimple kind of resume, buddy. I got to tell you. I mean, you're talking. <laughs> well, they're, they're, you're talking. We, the, we had brought some, brought some great chefs and some great right. reports from major <laughs> hotels. And, yeah. Yeah. The creme de la creme of Orlando buy food from you. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say you're doing something right. Um, let's talk about the farm itself. Okay. Let's talk about people coming out and visiting. We have a lot of people who listen to this show, Dale. There are couples, have young kids. They want to kind of find other things to do, especially now when there's limited. Uh, possibilities of going to the parks or any of the other attractions around Central Florida. What's the best thing to do to come out? Is it a Saturday, a Sunday, and when should people get we're there? Actually open, we're open seven days a week now. We started out just Saturday mornings. Um, when we started, I was just amazed at how far removed people were from their food, and they didn't even realize how it came from or whatever. When we first bought this, it was a rundown horse farm, and, and we, we cleaned it up and had a pile of wood, and my son was going to college at the time, and, and he, he said, can I burn that, on fourth, burn that pile of wood? And he brought 32 of his college kids out, juniors and seniors in college, and said, I really thought that kids should learn more about how food is produced. Yes. So we have animals by the store. We have chickens. We have goats. We have sheep. We have some cattle. We have beef. We have uh, an orange grove attached to the next farm here. We have baby chickens. We have all kinds of animals that they can see. You know, and I know that you guys also are you. You have an apiary out there. Did you just create honey? Yes, we have an, uh, bees on all the farms. We have bees on our orange grove mostly for our orange blossom honey, and um, we did that really to make sure our orange grove had proper uh, pollination blossoms to yeah pollinate. Yeah, and you know, when when people come out, is it a, um, is it a thing that they can go out for the day? Is there a fee to get out there? Is it hard to find? No, it's, we're, we're really not. We're not. A, we're not a petting zoo. We're not a, a park. We're we're a retail store, but it just happened to be our farm store just happens to be in like four acres, which we keep up to, to support the store and to educate people on where their food comes from and how it's raised. Got it. And uh, the and the retail store is super easy to find out there in Okoe. It's one mile off the four twenty nine West Road, and the first time it may be a little difficult, but. Uh, it's grown so much. The 429 wasn't here when we were here, and they've changed our roads. But it's you can find it on on the on the Google real easy. Yeah, very good. And it's at LakeMeadowNaturals.com. Dale, as always, we can't thank you enough for your time. I know you're a busy cat, and uh, if you haven't been out, the farm is cool. The store is even better. Find them online and order right there. I'm sure they'll bring it right out to you. It's LakeMeadowNaturals.com. Dale, you're the absolute best. Have a great weekend, okay? Thank you very much. You yep. got it. Bye. All right, so up next, Haley Scott from Long & Scott Farms, keeping it farmy here on Primetime Kitchen. That's next. 
Hey guys, welcome back to Prime Top Kitchen here on Real Radio 104.1, the show dedicated to living, loving, and learning about all things delicious. I am your host, Jim Colbert, and another great farming guest from a legendary family here in Central Florida. Uh, proud to have our friend Haley Scott on from Long and Scott Farm. Haley, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? You know, it's so good to have you on because, uh, you know, I know that it's an interesting time right now. You know, uh, people in grocery stores with face masks and, you know, looking for things that are yeah. hard, hard to find, but, you know, just a short drive outside Orlando, I know a lot of the local farms offer some of these things. How things been for you guys over the last six weeks? Uh, things have been really good on the retail side. Uh, we've had lots of folks come out for the first time to see us, and they love it, and so we're excited. Oh, I can I can imagine. Is Do you see it in their faces like they, they can't believe it was there the whole time and they haven't been enjoying it? Do you get a lot of that? Oh, yeah. People are amazed. We have the cucumber trucks rolling in from the fields with tons of cucumbers, and people just, like, take pictures and watch them, and they just can't believe it. And do you, I mean, do the kids show that genuine fascination, you know, that you that something is happening there? Do they understand the scope of it? I know that's kind of what you guys are about out there. Right, yeah, just trying to let people know that it doesn't come from the grocery store. So, yeah, I think the kids get it when they come out there and actually see it. What I mean, do you, is, are, do you have plan? I mean, do you guys have programs out there where, um, you know, families can bring their kids and, and kind of go around the farm and, and, and explain how things kind of come about, like a tour? Do you guys do that? Um, well, we do that in the fall when we have our corn maze and we have a hayride that kind of goes to the field and there's like an audio that plays um, kind of what, what we do, what we grow and how we do it. Um, during the spring, it's just uh, for right now, it's just the market and the cafe open. But um, yeah, during the fall, it's definitely very educational. Yeah, speaking of education and your cucumbers, I, I know that you guys, I, I don't know I don't know that people understand when they say pickling cucumbers and the Kirby cucumber out of, uh, uh, out of, <laughs> out of Long and Scott Farms, but you, you guys have a massive massive heritage of of growing some incredible cucumbers for pickling do you not yes sir we do uh clausen among other great companies have used your product before and uh that's how good it is just so you know and the great thing about it is this and Haley, you know we've talked about this here on the show for a while that you know when the pandemic hit you know, a lot of you can't find flour, you can't find yeast. You know, people started baking bread at home and making pastries, and and I thought to myself, you know, that's really cool. There's no question. I love it when fam- families are in the in the kitchen together learning. But you know, there are a bunch uh-huh. of there's a bunch of other ways to use science in cooking, and I know that you guys offer one. And these great cucumbers are in right now um, for pickling, and that's a that's I remember doing that with my grandmother like it was yesterday, and it was 40 years ago. You know, <laughs> yep. Yeah, definitely. And there's so many different kinds you can make. And then people don't even realize, too, like the okra and the green beans. You can pickle all of that. You can can all of that. So definitely a lot you can do. Now, I got to ask, man, because I really don't know this. Um, when you guys sell pickles out there for pickling, do you guys also offer like packages of spices to really make it easier? Do you do you uh, maybe hand out a sheet and say, hey, go buy this and do this? How do you guys do you guys offer any guidance? Uh, we do have some pickling spices. Uh, we've actually been selling out of them recently. Um, but we are hopefully getting more in soon, but we also offer like recipes and stuff on our newsletter that goes out. You don't have to have the pickling spices to do it. So there's lots of options. Yeah. Oh yeah. There are a ton of options. I mean, really, that's one of the great things about this. It's one of those science because you get to put it in the jar, you watch it every day, you know, six, eight weeks later, you, you crack that jar open and finally get to taste what you made. And I just think that's a really yeah. cool thing that people kind of miss. I mean, do you guys, do you guys, sell, yeah. do you sell a lot of those retail for people that make their own? I know restaurants buy them and make their own. That's a big thing now. This year we have sold so many to customers that come into pickle and they are back the next week just to make more. They can them all for gambling and they love it. 
Yeah, and do you guys also uh, find that a lot of the local restaurants now buy those because, you know, making your own pickles as a gourmet burger restaurant is a gigantic thing? Yes, yes. Lots of restaurants have come in. We actually had a brewery come in the other day that's going to try and do some kind of cucumber beer, so that should be interesting. <laughs> it's actually good. I've, <laughs> I've had something like that. It's pretty darn good. Uh, you know, yeah. You, you grew up as a farmer's daughter, did you not? Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> in, a, in a town just outside of Orlando. So you get a very interesting kind of realm, don't you? You live just outside of Orlando. You can drive and be at the Mall of Millennia in a Gucci store yep. buying a $3,000 purse <laughs> in 40 minutes from where you are right now. So tell me the unique yep. aspect of growing up just outside of a kind of a an odd metropolitan city like Orlando as, a, as the daughter of a farmer. How was that for you? Oh, it was great. I mean, it was like a little more low key than, you know, the city life. We're a little more rural and uh, not as upbeat. And, you know, we've got all this property to go out and ride around on, and it's beautiful. As a teenager, did you, did you ever find, like, oh, man, I want to get off this old farm and go do something, you know, go go in this? Did you ever have that inkling at all? Oh, yeah. I left for a few years, but I came right back. <laughs> is, is there a certain draw to it? We've heard that from farmers before, whether it be cow farmers or pig farmers or, you know, corn farmers. We've heard there's a certain draw uh, to the farm, like uh, like fishermen feel that to the sea, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It's the prettiest land I've ever seen. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> you going to raise your kids on a farm? Uh, they go out there. Actually, my daughter works in the market for me right now. Does she and, really? Uh, my son, he's, he's a little young, but he comes out every now and then, too. That's awesome. And yeah, I got to tell you, is, is it one of these things, Haley, where you see this like in your blood forever? Or do you ever see a day where you're like, you know what, I'm done with the farming life. I want to get a little house and, and, and do something else. I mean, do you ever see that ever happening? Uh, I hope not. I hope we'll always have a piece of it anyway. So what do you guys see coming up for the farm? You know, when you, you kind of look at how popular the idea of what you're doing is and how you've kind of waited there until people got the idea of it. And now that it's fully caught, I mean, what do you guys see yourself in the next 10, 15 years? Um, I don't know. I mean, I hope that this local, this draw, this drive to eat local continues and just gets bigger and bigger. Um, so we're just going to hang on and ride the ride for as long as we can. You got it, 100%. Haley Scott's on with us right now, Long and Scott Farm out in Mount Dora. You can find them very, very easily. Super easy to go out there on uh, 441, not far off the beaten path, I promise. And you can find them on Facebook as well, Long and Scott Farms, and online at longandscottfarms.com. Uh, um, Haley, so talk to me about coming out to the farm. And, you know, sh- do I need to plan anything or, or make plans? Do I need to bring anything with me when I'm going to come out and hang out for the day or come out and see what's going on and visit the market? Um, no. Right now we're open Tuesday through Saturday from 9 to 5. Um, and it's like I said, it's just the market and cafe for right now. Um, but, yeah, you can just come on out anytime. I mean, if you wanted a bulk of, you know, a bigger amount of things, you can call your order in ahead of time, but you don't have to. Oh, that's cool. What's the cafe doing right now? Um, the cafe is actually doing uh, takeout Mexican food, authentic Mexican food. So it's delicious. Like uh, ta- That's new for us. Like uh, tacos, enchiladas, tacos, burritos? gorditas, burritos, yeah. Really? Who's cooking? Yeah. Um, his name is Ivan and his wife, so they're new, and we are loving it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a big fan of the Mexican food, are you? you got that great corn out there, huh? Yeah, yeah. So let's talk, so. About, let's talk about the legendary corn out there, huh? <laughs> we got plenty of it coming in. <laughs> so when does that happen? Uh, we actually started getting it about two weeks ago, but at the beginning, um, there was a little bit of a shortage on it. Everybody was coming out, and we ran out a couple of days. But right now, we've got plenty of fields ready, and we're harvesting every day and um, haven't been running out. So and good. So people can come out and get their Florida sweet corn anytime they want just by driving out to the farm there in Mount Dora? 
Uh, yes, sir. And we also, from time to time, we'll have a guy up on the highway um, on 441 across from the airport yes. in Bellwood, and you can get it there, too. Absolutely. Let's talk about the market. You know, I know that you guys have expanded this and are offering some very interesting products out there. Let's run through it a little bit. What do you guys offer there in the market uh, made locally here in uh, in the area? Uh, we actually just started carrying bread, just because I know that's been kind of hard to find in the grocery store. Um, we have uh, local raw Jersey milk um, and goat cheese, and we have local raw honey. Uh, we have jams and jellies, things like that. So just all the good stuff. Yep. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> man. So when you look back at your childhood and you're growing up on the farm, do you do you see your kids kind of enjoying the same things you enjoyed as a youngster out there on that great giant piece of property? Um, I feel like it's a little different now. Things aren't, you know, quite the same as when I grew up, but um, I do appreciate them being able to, you know, get out there, get away from computer screens and their telephones and all that. Um, I don't think it could ever be as good as my childhood, unfortunately, but, um, you know, I pray that they enjoy it as much as I did. Absolutely. And, I mean, do you guys find that during this culinary movement when it hit uh, that a lot of the chefs started coming out and sniffing around and wanting to know what you guys are growing and doing, looking for new and and cool local products to provide in their restaurants? Did you guys get a lot of that? Yeah, we've definitely seen an increase in that, just folks wanting to, you know, um, buy local and know where their food came from. So, for sure. And, you know, in the restaurants, you know, obviously, uh, I was telling you earlier, we were talking to uh, Dale uh, from uh, Lake Meadow, and you know his relationship mm-hmm. with Kathleen Blake as chef, you know, just blew his entire business up. And I know how that can happen. And it's interesting because this unique brand of corn that you guys offer really allows chefs to kind of turn it up and create some really unbelievable flavors. Yeah, we are we're trademarked with the last growers of it. It's very well known, so um, very tender, very sweet, and most of the chefs they love it, and they just can't get enough. Absolutely, you know, it's funny. We I have a, a chef friend named Tella Luna. Uh, he's a cook out at the uh, at the uh, Rosen properties out there, and he's one of the greatest guys and really an amazing cook, Haley. He really is. And I, he gets a smile on his face when I talk about uh, sweet corn season <laughs> here in Central Florida. You know, his Mexican heritage, he lo- I mean, he just loves making he's so many great things uh, to use for corn, so many ways to do it, uh, and they utilize it so many different ways rather than just kind of steaming mm-hmm. it, eating it with salt and butter. I, I absolutely love that idea. I mean, it, it's cool to see that. I'm sure you, you've you yeah. seen that a thousand times, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I still think the best way to eat it is raw right out of the field. But, um, yeah, we love all the different ideas and things that people use it for. You know, I think I asked your dad that one time before when we interviewed him. And and I, I and he look, and when he said it, he looked at me because he knew what my reaction was going to be. And I said, raw? <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, raw. And I said, are you the only maniac on that farm that eats it raw? And he goes, everybody on my farm <laughs> eats this corn raw. You don't need to de- do anything to it. I And I still think he's crazy as hell. Yeah, you got to try it sometime. I'll have to bring you some. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get out there and get some soon. Actually, my wife and I are tooling around this weekend and uh, going to a couple of areas. We're going out to Yahala. Uh, so obviously oh, that's great. Yeah. So that's up the street. We're going to make the entire run all the way back and, uh, wind up probably hitting you guys for some sweet corn for the grill for mother's day. My God, man. Um, awesome. well, well look, Haley, I honestly, I, I know that you guys are super busy and you parting out a little bit of your time to talk to me and, and, uh, you know, keep the farm in people's, you know, mind sight, uh, so they can come out and visit. Let's go over to social media and how people can learn more about the farm and how to get out there. Uh, what's the easiest place for, uh, for people to follow to keep up touch with what the farm has going on? So you can find us uh, Long and Scott Farms on Facebook or um, all of our websites also uh, longandscottfarms.com. It's probably the easiest way to find us. You got it. And will I find you at the store working every day? 
Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, Haley Scott, Long and Scott Farms. Thanks so much, Haley. We really do appreciate it. Thank you. We appreciate you having us on. You absolutely no problem whatsoever. All right. Uh, Thanks for hanging out, guys. We really appreciate it. Everything about Primetime Kitchen is super easy to find at ptkradio.com. Cooking videos and products and cool things for you to be better at cooking in your kitchen. We'll see you next week for another edition of Primetime Kitchen right here on Real Radio 104.1. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.